Welcome to Bellwether Friends. Definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion of pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. You should trust us because we're librarians. I'm Anna and I am rooting for the Cubs. (laughs) I'm Aline and I'm going to turn off the sound on my phone. That would be great. Yeah, and also (laughs) I started using peppermint mocha creamer this morning. Some people like pumpkin spice no, season, no. but for Aline, this is peppermint mocha season. Every couple of weeks, we will get together and chat about a couple of pop culture topics, what we think and how we feel, and we'll end the show with our current obsessions. Today, we have with us Rebecca from Booklist. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Hi, guys. We're going to talk about a subject that we are all passionate about. Super passionate. I think Rebecca uh, might know more than us. What? She is very wise. This is why we bring in expert witnesses. <laughs> expert I witnesses. Sometimes we have two topics, but I think this topic is going to take the entire session. I think so, too. <laughs> Maybe two sessions. I don't know. So, topic is musical theater slash theater. <laughs> Theatra. There are also, I guess, straight to movie musicals so my first question is what are we counting in the definition of musical oh i think so here here's the deal i think that anything that has a storyline where characters break into song that is a musical whether it's on the stage or whether it's on film or whether it's my latest obsession, I was going to save that to the end, but I'll talk about it now. Just a little preview. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I could do a whole episode just on how much I love her and that show. And that's a TV show that's a musical. So to me, if if the characters break out into song at any point, that qualifies as a musical. Is- so is it like... Um, <laughs> Okay, is it like living with Anna where she is just singing while she's making tea? Or does this music have to advance the story? <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. Right? Because I think that the music has to advance oh, the story I in do some too. way. I do too. I and do I think too. that it's... I'm, I'm going to come down on that side, yes. Really significant. I mean, I agree with all of your other points, absolutely. And I, I think that the music cannot be removed from the story without damaging without the sense yeah sensible right. sensibility it, yeah if you hear it's jingling that is our kitten chasing a ball around <laughs> although He's i will adding, say adding some music to it she is i would be really super happy for them to extract the ballet sequences from any number of musicals right so if we took it out of american in paris for example or oklahoma oklahoma yes. i don't mind the singing in the rain one because it has citrus in it of course well right there's that i'll give you that too yes <laughs> but yes. We're, but we're getting into details before sorry, we have sorry, gotten sorry. through so, the generality my question was basically oh. like if you have, say, a Disney movie and it has a couple of musical numbers, but it it's not like they pause every, you know, 10 to 15 minutes to have a musical number. Does that still count as a musical? Well, are you talking about one in particular or some in particular? Because I'm all the ones that I can think of, I think, qualify as okay. musicals. Well, I guess maybe like, I was thinking about the back half of Frozen, which is like, we have one oh. troll number and then... Yeah. No, I I think that's okay. I still call that a movie musical. Okay. Yeah. There's enough there's enough going on with the songs and they have that kind of show tune quality where oh, yeah, each sure. song is 
right? You know, each song is telling a story or um, advancing the character. So to me, that's a, yeah, that's a movie musical. Okay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we've Anytime. Just, so we've dispensed with that. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad we're all in agreement on our definitions yeah. because that's going to yeah. really clean up the, the yeah. bloodbath later. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Are you talking about? Our controversial opinions. Yes. I, okay. I, I, I think I think we're probably gonna fight, but it'll be good. It'll be a, a, a nice fight. We'll do it in song. It'll all be for there the advancement go. of the story. Oh, very good. Okay, so my next topic was like a we usually do a like a history of how we've engaged with our topic. And yes. so we'll start with you, Rebecca, since you're our yes. honored guest. When did you become aware of musicals as an entity? What did you first watch, let's say, uh, as a movie? What did you see on stage first? What are your formative musicals? My formative musical years. I cannot actually remember the first show that I saw live or the first movie musical that I saw, but one of my most favorite childhood memories, non-musical or otherwise, is my parents had several... Broadway records. They had um, soundtracks. They had several soundtracks. And I had a record player in my room because I am a child of the 70s. And, right? (laughs) Represent. I had my mom's that she took to college. (laughs) See? And my two favorites. So I somehow, these ended up in my personal collection. I don't know if my mom gave them to me, if I was just intrigued by the covers. I really don't know. But I had in heavy rotation, I had the soundtrack to Mary Poppins okay. and I had the soundtrack to West Side Story. And what I would do is I would set my stuffed animals and my dolls up on the floor in front of my bed like they were the audience. And I would get up on my bed like it was a stage and I would act out both of those things <laughs> in their entirety. <laughs> it's, you know, I was both a shark and a jet sometimes at the were. same time, right? I was Maria and Anita. It's fun to fight with yourself. Yeah. Um, and so I really like, and this was, you know, first, second and third grade. So I, I was hugely enamored of these and I would just sing my little heart out and I loved them. And I thought that someday this is the kind of thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to be up on that stage before I think I even knew what being up on a stage meant, because I really cannot remember the first time my parents actually took me to a show. So like, I don't remember being in the audience and clapping and thinking, boy, I want to be up there getting that applause. I just remember putting myself up on that stage and thinking, yes, Teddy Ruxpin, cheer for me. So <laughs> it was <laughs> like, seriously, it was like, I, there was something magical about being able to sing. And there was something magical about telling a story through a song and getting to be a different character. And I just, there was no other path for me. So I agree. So yeah, you're gonna make us cry. <laughs> I never had the moment though where I wanted to be on the stage. I've still never had that. You moment. still oh, want to be on the stage. God. Well, so I was really fortunate that my parents indulged me and let me be a musical theater major in college, even though they knew damn well I wasn't gonna get a job doing that. <laughs> oh well. Oh jobs. But, uh, I know jobs, right? So I also had. Um, we had cast recordings in the household as I was growing up and my mom was a huge fan and had several of them the ones that were in the heaviest rotation were I wrote them down 
The Sound of Music, of course. Oh, of course, right. And we had the it we had the movie cast recording of The Sound of Music, and we had the stage cast recording of Camelot, and we had the movie recording of My Fair Lady, and a stage recording of Cabaret, and yes. my mom saw Jesus Christ Superstar on the stage in London in 1970, before I was born, and that was a huge, huge thing. We played that and sang along to it. We really did it at Christmas and Easter, which is weird because we weren't really that religious. But that was that. Those were the ones that were the foundation of all of my musical lust. And I watched The Sound of Music. I was allowed to stay up late once a year to watch that on TV. But there wasn't really anything else that was being shown on TV. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I asked my mom this question today. I texted her and I was like, what was the first thing you took me to see on the stage? And she's like, we went to see Camelot with Richard Harris in Seattle. And I was like, are you kidding me? I don't really? believe it. She's like, uh-huh. he was way past his prime. And I was like, well, of course, because that was yeah. a really long time later. But there was also a regional light opera company that did light opera oddly enough what and so i i saw How the pirates bizarre. of penzance and you know so there's a little oh. gilbert and sullivan action mm-hmm. but i don't know it okay. as well as i know yeah. the other things that i was talking about and anna just went over and pulled out an eight inch stack of lps that she is now nice. flipping through yeah okay so nice. the, there are two things here first the, the earliest one i can remember having on my own as the soundtrack and playing it nonstop is Annie. Oh, like, heck yeah. I would go over to my friend's house and I don't know where her parents were. <laughs> we would we would play Annie and we would jump up and down on her couch and then we would do it again. <laughs> yep. And that was one of the like three uh, cassette tapes that was in the car for family road trips. It was Annie and Paul Simon and Mozart. And so we would just go through the rotation as we went across the country. Nice. But I have a stack of records that were my mom's. <gasps> That's the one. That's my Camelot right there. Or Sharon's Camelot. Ah, do we have a turntable? Yeah, it's right there. This, oh, it's not hooked up. This is not the My Fair Lady we had, though. I want this My Fair Lady. It's in our house. Okay. So Good. Right, right. <laughs> it's in the house. So this is another one that Ellie and apparently also had. Um, it is a an LP of story and songs from the Walt Disney Robin Hood. I had several. Oh, I had Aristocats and Alice in Wonderland and Lady and the Tramp. Which includes like a and... storybook. Now this, yes. it, if you know anything about me, this was very, very close to my heart. Robin Hood, especially this Robin Hood. I had a t-shirt with this character on it and i would listen to this album over and over again she styles herself as him now yeah it's true but not in nodding hands. exactly <laughs> see i gotcha so she's got a lot of cole porter <laughs> i have a lot of Co- i got the music man i have west side story the red cover that's but that's the movie one yeah yeah natalie wood yes that's the one i had was the red cover of the movie one yeah okay yep Bells are ringing. So, so oh my I, God, you have hair. I have lots of hair. <laughs> I was in hair. Of course you were. To take that away from her and then <laughs> not give it back to her, please. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oklahoma. It's empty. I don't know where it is. Mary Martin, Sound of Music. Oh, my God. Right. So a bunch of... And then a chorus line. A chorus okay. line was very formative for me as a teenager when I started listening to it and realizing that it was adulter than many things I had yeah. been reading. And so the other yeah. half of this stack are library discards that I purchased at the library book sale when I was a teenager. And it's these American musicals collections of composers. So... Frank Loser, so Guys and Dolls and How to Succeed in Business, and Cole Porter, Kiss Me Kate, Anything Goes. And so I did a lot of Learner and Low. I did a lot of collecting after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I'm trying to think of the first one I saw on the stage. I was living in the relative backwater of Salt Lake City, Utah. I think it was probably Phantom of the Opera. When my mom and I were going through our Andrew Lloyd Webber phase. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's Andrew Lloyd Webber phase started before her Aline phase. All right. <laughs> How about in high school? Did you assist or star in any musical productions in high school? Yes. So in high school, we had, I had kind of a an unusual situation in that um, I went to a not that my high school was unusual. I went to a private school. I went to an all-girls private school. And so there were limited opportunities for stuff. So we did a lot with the two all-boys high schools in town. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about musicals. Um, so I... <laughs> There's probably a musical about boys and girls schools. Spring Awakening? Spring Awakening, yeah. Uh, right, right. right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I did... I, went kind of from school to school and, and to try out for the stuff that I wanted to be in instead of having to be limited to just my school, which was kind of cool. But I did a lot of plays as well, more plays than I did musicals. In high school, um, the only musical that I did was, boy, I guess it really was just one. All the stuff I did was plays. I only did one musical, which was um, Annie, Get Your Gun. Excellent. And the role that and, you played was? Ugh, and I wasn't even Annie. I was I was Dolly, the Annie's not friend, frenemy, <laughs> and frenemy. And why is that? I'm trying to think of why that is. I think because the, yeah, I wasn't in any musicals in high school now that I think of it. <laughs> I was in just regular straight plays. <laughs> you can't say straight without Allie and laughing, so <laughs> I heard that. push through that. <laughs> non-musical I was never in a musical because I couldn't sing to save my life I was in I was one of the tiny tiny girls in the miracle worker when I was a tiny girl and I think that was the extent of my stage career apart from dance recitals yeah I was mustard seed dance recitals I think the problem for me in high school ended up and this is where I meant that this was weird it was that everything I wanted to do backed up against like the stuff I wanted to do the stuff that was musical at my school was backed up at the same time as the regular plays at the boys schools Uh. you know like we did spring and they did fall and vice versa and I of course wanted to be over at the boys schools instead oh of course so I ended up up not being in any of the musicals at my school (laughs) I um I think my musical experience was limited to helping paint sets for carousel okay and then having I had theater friends um, yeah which seems logical in retrospect um and yeah. so they did i think fiddler on the roof and sweeney todd mm. which is an interesting choice for utah. it is for high school for, yeah. for high school in utah yes right. yeah. 
So did they sanitize it at all? Did they? Um, I don't know because I didn't know uh, what it was supposed sure. to be because <laughs> Sweeney Todd. So after the earliest things with the dancing on the bed and yeah. the being in high school and such, I I had those records that we listened to when I was a tiny girl, and then when probably when I was about in junior high, I started recording things off of like the afternoon movies and watching things over and over like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and we didn't have the the album of Oklahoma but one of my aunts gave it to me one Christmas and so I listened to that a lot and I got into it and I sort of developed my own taste a little bit more which really didn't depart at all from from your mom. my mom's taste yeah neither did mine still mm. doesn't much but um and then in college what I was in college when the little mermaid and beauty and the beast and aladdin came out yep. and so what a I'm trilogy a big howard ashman alan minkin fan yeah. yeah uh for those which is which is interesting and then i'm not going to get any farther into the grown up stuff but so there was the there was the stuff that was in heavy rotation as a tiny person and then there was the stuff that i i like kind of listened to by myself yeah. like anna was talking about her library discard sale cultivation acquisition yeah i was thinking to go back a little bit if we're talking about movie musicals that i watched all the time which we can have rebecca answer as well sure it was the sound of music and then so it was like one sound of music two three seven sound of musics and then we'd mix it up with some other Rodgers and Hammerstein, maybe South Pacific, maybe Oklahoma. And then it would be like eight music mans, and then we'd go back to Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I watched a lot of Annie, because we had that on VHS. Yep. So that, you know, with heavy rotation for that. Xanadu. <gasps> I've never seen that. Oh, oh my god. My god. <laughs> oh my god. It's not really worth watching, but it's it's but it it's is worth one of watching, my favorites I to see. listen to. Like watching it is bizarre and crazy, but listening to it is the gem. Okay. Every song in that is like perfection. And uh, what else did I watch? Robin Hood. We watched that a lot. The Disney Robin Hood. Totally. Does the Disney Alice in Wonderland count as a musical? See, does it have songs that advance the plot? It has. That's songs. a question mark. I guess it does. So do, I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Because oh, I had well, it in well, that record storybook thing, stack. like your yeah. Robin Hood. I've still got yes. that. Or I might have given it to my friend Brenna, but yeah. Yeah, that works. That works for me. Yeah, I have to tell you, I was never really, as much as I love, love, love Julie Andrews, because she's beautiful and perfect and the voice of an angel, I never liked The Sound of Music because I thought it was way too long. Oh, well, it does have an intermission. It's on two VHS God. tapes. <laughs> So long, so long. I listen to a, po- a podcast where if they mention VHS, they say, kids, ask your parents. <laughs> right, kids, ask your parents. I um, remember watching The Sound of Music on TV once a year, and one yeah. year they cut So Long Farewell completely <gasps> oh, out how of it. How dare they? That? They should have cut The how Lonely Goat Herd. I, hey, 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 hey. Don't how be cutting The Lonely Goat Herd, young lady. <laughs> I I was so appalled because we watched it live. It was before you taped everything off of the television. It was before right. you bought the VHS tapes. Kids ask oh. your parents. <laughs> I mean, I am older than than VCRs. <laughs> and, yeah. So it was 
that and I remember that and my mom being like, well, you know, they have to cut it to make room for commercials. And it's like, how but why? dare they? So Ooh, hiss. I I was I am intrigued that someone can be a musical theater aficionado as yourself and not have the sound of music flowing through their veins. No, and you know, it's funny cuz like I said I love me some Julie Andrews, but no, I woof way too long. Um do you know what else, if you want to bring it up into modern times, that you're going to be surprised about? Okay, great. I've never listened to anything from Hamilton. Oh, my so God. So that's totally okay, because it took, <laughs> it took us forever. I it mean, we were a forever. year behind it Yep. And ourselves. It's, it's, not, it's not like I don't want to. That, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't want to enough that I haven't done it yet, but it's not like I'm actively trying to not right, right. i just haven't it hasn't you gone know, into we my we didn't get into it until yeah. we were listening to the audiobook of the hamilton and yes we're like learning of the history and where these songs came from and then we're like we could be listening to the songs also i guess right. <laughs> Yeah, right. and we did. And then, of course, we got sucked into the beauty of it because well, we, the, you I, may wish to avoid yeah. having it take over see? your entire life. I think I'm a little afraid of that, quite frankly. It's true, I because see how. everyday <laughs> phrases then become yeah. Hamilton phrases, and you can't yeah. help. I see everyone's obsession, and I think, I ain't got time for that. So I've been staying away from it. It's interesting. Yeah. Although, I have to say, I always love to point out to people that because and you already might know this as well because I have two small children who have watched the new electric company. I, I knew how, right. I knew how fabulous Lin-Manuel was oh, like yeah. years ago. Right, All right, you need right. to do is go to YouTube and type in silent E is a ninja. And there you go. We can, we can do that. That might be very popular. You need popular. to do that. Yeah, you I need think to that do little, that. Little G who went as Hamilton for Halloween. That is, that is some of, uh, of, his finest work and right there. Was, Silent is a ninja. Yeah. He was oh, going down the street singing pieces of Hamilton as they <laughs> trick-or-treated. And when people would ask him, oh, are you Benjamin Franklin? And he'd be like, oh, my name is Alexander no. Hamilton. And, right. Okay. <laughs> so I want to go back to movie musicals because at some yes. point, maybe puberty, I developed an obsession with Judy Garland. So understandable. So if you go over there to where I pulled out this deck of records, you will find 20 to 30 VHS movies featuring Judy Garland, including the ones where it's like a montage of different numbers that they lump together. Uh Thousands Cheer, for example, (laughs) where she just has like one song. So I missed Judy Garland entirely. She died before you were born. Well, that's not what I mean. I know. <laughs> she was preserved on film. Yes. She is accessible yes. to our generation and those before and after. The um, two-disc Carnegie Hall concert is a good one. I have seen Meet Me in St. Louis. I have seen The Wizard of Oz. I have seen Cabaret. That does not have Judy Garland in it. <laughs> I know, Are but if it wasn't for Judy Garland, that is very there tangentially related. Be so we'll allow it. Liza Minnelli version of Cabaret. I know, I know. Um, have you I, seen in the good old summertime? No. Okay. And so I haven't seen much, and I am sorely, sorely lacking in Judy Garland, and that is no, one you're of, not actually. It's right over there. Great, it's right over there. But <laughs> I have, I have managed to dodge it thus far. Right. 
Congratulations. And I anticipate a an immersion course forthcoming. That would be interesting. Yeah. I you know, beautiful voice, tragic experience. I, I think that my mom yeah. was not into the tragedy of I'm not into the tragedy either. That. But I liked that she could sing and she has brown eyes. I don't know how I dodged that because I you know, being in America with all of the blue-eyed blondes that were in all the movies, anytime I came across anyone with brown eyes, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's cool." But I don't she know. She must be cool. She must be cool. Huh. Interesting. Do we have another question? Oh, Greece. Oh, Greece. Greece. God, I must I must have watched that 8 million thousand times. Greece, the neighbors had the record. We didn't have the record, but oh, oh we had the VHS and the record and i also really like grease too do you really i do my mom and i got that once and then we were like "Hmm, we'll go watch that's another one one that's not worth watching but listening to is good the music is really the songs are fun okay michelle pfeiffer and maxwell caulfield maxwell caulfield that's worth watching but (laughs) and lauren aloft going back to judy garland is she really yeah that's her daughter's her her other daughter daughter. that's great she's yeah very talented I mentioned that. I'm looking at my list to make sure I covered everything. Oh, I have to mention White Christmas, which I used to watch every year at least once. We watched it this year. Yeah, we did. And Singing in the Rain. I watched Singing in the Rain quite often. I watched Easter yeah. Parade, speaking of Julie Gar- Judy Garland. Have you seen Easter Parade? I have not. Nope. <sighs> okay. I'm trying to figure out where to start with your education. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you can bring me along with Little G's education. Yes, yes. Because we have there watched White Christmas and Singing in the Rain with him, and he has really enjoyed yeah, he really likes elaborate musicals. acrobatic dance numbers yeah. and action stuff. So yeah. I think we can carry on with him for that. I have, let me see, let me look back at my notes as well. One thing that we talked about, we didn't talk about, um, in the whole defining a musical, the question came up with what makes a musical when South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut came out because it has all of these musical numbers and it adheres to all of the tropes of the musical. Why are you laughing? Because you said I couldn't swear and right now all I wanted to do is sing a Yes, exactly. But but you've seen it and you know that this movie is an extraordinary work of art as a musical and it is fine. <laughs> and it is it's totally fine. We we will um link to uh, a track listing so that everyone can track track it down. <laughs> but they they did they're the ones who did Book of Mormon. I mean they were working yeah, in right? the the Genre. medium yes. before yeah. they were, you know, on the stage. And I remember having an argument with someone and I cannot I still cannot convince my mom of this. Of course she is not South Park's audience at all. But oh, right. I'm like, but this, you know, you're you're watching this movie and then they break out into song and and it moves the story along and then they carry on with the story and it's 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 brilliant. I I don't I I'm sure that it doesn't hold up because I am a grown up now and I don't remember how old I was when it came out, but I'm sure I would be offended I think by you were its a grown film. Up when it came out. Hush, frankly. Hush. <laughs> But I, but I was thinking I was thinking about that and I was thinking about the the Disney movies that 
are all almost all musicals and that sometimes they do drop the ball like the back half of Frozen but yeah. they still they still constitute musicals for our purposes but something that doesn't count as a musical in our definition might be the thing like the Busby Berkeley production number things where there's like a musical production number, but it doesn't have anything to do with the plot because they, it just happens to be corollary to the setting of the piece where they are Maybe. on I the mean, stage or what, tell me, fight with me. No. So here's the thing. So I'm, I was going to say that maybe I wouldn't, consider South Park a musical but I'm looking well here's the thing here's the thing uh, can I make my statement here uh, my my initial before I googled it to see the track list I was going to say it didn't have enough songs to make a cast album and that was gonna cut it out however I do see that there are 12 songs yeah but more than enough right but the internet tells me half of those songs are like a minute long mm. so eh, I don't know. Just because they're a minute long doesn't mean they don't move the plot forward. Uh, that's not really a song. Is it? So well, I'm going to make, the call I'm going to make on that is that it is a movie with music. It is not a musical. Oh, is this where the fighting is going to start? <laughs> <laughs> I told, I, I promised you a bloodbath, dear listeners, and here it comes. Now, you know what? We're allowed to have different opinions. I remember being so amazed that they were able to do what they did and the songs were catchy and they didn't remember Robin Williams hosted those Oscars. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 It was a blame Canada was nominated. Oh, I do remember. But that's okay. You don't have to think so. I I think it just because a song is short doesn't mean it doesn't serve its purpose and move us along. Oh, Kyle's mom is a bitch. That's like a minute and 15 seconds. And I don't think that counts as a real song then. But now I'm singing it and dancing to it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's the greatest. I remember all of this stuff. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, and I think that that might be just what I liked about it. The profanity. Probably. Right. right. But I don't feel that strongly about it. So <laughs> if you want to call it a musical, I'm, I'm live and let live, baby. Live and let live. This is going to be great. This is going to be the first time that Aline didn't actually throw down in uh, in disagreement. I <laughs> You know, I don't think I care that deeply. I think that I still think so, and that's okay, because we can can get along. Wow. Right? I mean, and it's music, right? So I like it, and it's music. So how can you be, right? Like, you can't fight about music, right? Correct. We are in agreement that movies with music are awesome, whether or not they're musicals. (laughs) Yes. Bingo. Bingo. Favorites? Well, I was going to say, I've alluded to this, but but my mom and I did have an Andrew Lloyd Webber phase in yes. which all we did was listen to Phantom of the Opera and Jesus Christ Superstar and Cats and then I think I went to see a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat oh, and then I checked yes. everything I could find out from the library like Starlight Express never again no I yeah so Jesus Christ Superstar is nothing short of brilliant I'm so glad you think so too I mean, really, it is, first of all, you have, like, what, every single musical style represented, right? Yep. And the lyrics are phenomenal, and the melodies are infinitely memorable, and the fact that it's, like, the story of Jesus Christ, how can I, come on! Right. <laughs> it, it, it is, honestly, it is 
there is not a dud moment on that entire soundtrack. Did you see the revival, the street revival? Uh, I guess they revived it in the 90s or something. I saw it on the stage. So I saw it on stage twice and I can't, uh, when was it? 1990? No, not 99. It was in the 2000s. I saw... 2004 maybe what was it was it the gang revival one no okay well i had a videotape that was the indigo girls playing the (gasps) yes i've never seen that but i've heard of it it's on youtube yeah oh good (laughs) okay then so i had i saw it on the stage i think i might i think i might have seen it (laughs) during that revival on Broadway because it was before oh. I, the person I saw it with was my children's librarian when I worked in New York public. So that's the only way we would have seen a show together. It was super modern, super, super like, modern, right? Like the bad guys, all the, the, I can't, the uh, Caiaphas and those guys all were like Darth Vader outfits. Yes, yes, yes. They were it, totally yes. very matrix. They were all matrixy. Yes. It was, yes. it was awesome. Yeah. You're gesturing at me. Does that mean The Matrix is a musical? No, I just wanted to segue to... <laughs> oh, we're segueing. Um, segue to <laughs> what is the first thing you saw on Broadway then, or off-Broadway, in New York. Well, we visited New York when I was 14. My mom took me to ALA in 1985. Nice. And we saw Cats. Perfect. And we saw two other non-musical plays. But um, yeah, so that was the first thing on Broadway. And then I only saw things on Broadway when somebody would come to visit me. So I saw Miss Saigon when my aunt visited me. And I saw, I hadn't, I never, I never saw things when I lived in New York. I saw things with you later. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Rebecca? So the first, I didn't get to New York City until I was in my 30s. But the first, the first touring company of something I saw was in high school when I saw Cats. But my first New York show was Avenue Q. Nice. That was awesome. I saw, I saw touring companies like, and Cats was definitely one of them. Yeah, and I saw Les Mis, and I saw Phantom and Evita. I don't think I saw Evita. It was very Andrew Lloyd Webber heavy. And then I went to New York not that long ago, and I saw Chicago. Uh huh. That was the first one. Oh, I saw Cabaret, the revival in the '90s of Cabaret with Alan Cumming. That's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Which was really good. I didn't I didn't see it with him, but I saw that when it came through the Midwest with different with a different cast. I saw um I saw touring companies. So I lived in Rent. And, I lived in Rent. I lived in New York in the 90s during <laughs> I Rent. In, I was Rent. And I man. lived in Rent and I never saw Rent until I saw the touring company after I had moved to Seattle. <laughs> but I've like, seen it a hey, couple that of times. Familiar. But Seattle has a um they have a great theater that is the Fifth Avenue that mounts its own productions of things, and they also have a lot of touring companies come through to do Broadway at the Paramount. And I have seen, I saw a bunch of things when I was growing up at intervals, but then my mom and I subscribed to everything for the mm-hmm. for a dozen years when I was living in Seattle before I relocated a year and a half ago. So I saw a bazillion things, like Book of Mormon, and um, I'm not going to be able to think of anything else that... Of course. Sunday in the Park with George. I can't even think, but we saw a bunch of stuff. And then most recently, we saw Hedwig and the Angry Inch and Fun Home. Yes. Well, you know, I got to, well, you guys know this. I got to see Hedwig with uh, Neil Patrick Harris, right, which, right. why, why see it with anybody else? I was, I was there with you guys. Oh, awesome. Way to remember. <laughs> Way to remember. There were a whole bunch um, of us, and, and I none of us were sitting the... together. <laughs> 
I had seen the movie about 10 years prior. Yeah, my too. sister my sister was a big fan of the movie and introduced me to it, and I loved it, and so I couldn't wait for the chance to see it live. That was great. I, You guys, I'll tell you what to look for next. Here in Chicago at the Goodman, we just had War Paint okay. with Patti Lapone and okay. Christine Ebersole. And that is coming to Broadway, I'm sure, in the next year. It was, it was its, what do they call that? Like the, you know, the pre, pre-Broadway run, I guess. And it was sold out here, rave reviews. It was excellent. It's the story of Helena Rubinstein and Elizabeth Arden, the two makeup Perfect. giants. Perfect. And so it was, it was wonderful. Sold. That was delightful to get to We're see good. that. Yeah. You know, we saw something, my mom and I saw something in Seattle that was previews or a world premiere of something that was produced by Kathy Lee Gifford that was a the story of one of those, that woman faith healer in the 20s or something. I cannot think of it. And it never went anywhere. And we loved it. And we were well, so disappointed. I'm never going to be able to think of it. I'll put it in the show notes if I can come up with it. But um, it was... I bet we could find someone to look it up for us. It was a lot of fun. We probably could. One of my coworkers in Seattle's brother is a musical theater guy. And so he is in everything that plays in Seattle because it's a very tiny community. I mean, Broadway's a tiny mm-hmm. community and you see the same faces everywhere. But And he's always like the third Nazi on the left. <laughs> he was in the producers not too long ago and he's been in some amazing things that have been really fun to see it's fun to be like oh oh Brenda's brother's gonna be in this one we have to be sure to look for him are we on to favorites yet no I'm gonna segue us to are we segueing? possibly controversial topic which is dun 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 Sondheim yay <gasps> or nay oh my god There. how do you even ask that well of well, course it's a Yay. We have, Sondheim is a god. We have two nays over here. So you, oh, oh my. So, I'm hanging up right now. So right. wait, 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 wait. You, don't hang you up. You can make your case. Okay. And we're going to make our case. <laughs> no, we don't have to make our case. She just has to make you know, her case. Right? It's your show. You don't have to make your case. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm seriously surprised. I am genuinely, like, all laughing aside, I'm genuinely surprised to hear that, that it could be a nay. So Sondheim is a genius he oh my god i'm so shocked at you guys his his oh i I can't even i'm speechless she is inarticulate in her admiration of sondheim let's say we came to the library and we said we want to get started with sondheim for some reason where would we start company really yes (laughs) oh my god company yes and I mean, West Side Story. He did the lyrics for that. I am. I have been halfway through the movie of West Side Story for the last thirty years. <laughs> oh my God! I can't even with you. Okay, so so here we Into go. Into the woods. Uh, Into the no, freaking woods. No, I, yes, we rest I our tried case. That one. <laughs> so um, uh, here's the thing with Sondheim. I am scrolling through. Oh, and help I've seen me, Jesus. Sunday help in the park me, with Jesus. Joy. Baby Jesus, come help me. I've seen... No, that's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It says Sunday in the Park with George under Sondheim. See, I didn't, I didn't like Into the Woods. I didn't like um, Sweeney Todd. Oh. I know, I know. 
So the thing that my mom I and I are always right saying are that his songs are cacophonous and unsingable, and he always has eight <gasps> people on the stage singing different things that you can't hear what anybody is saying, and it doesn't make any sense. And so this this is that's, like that's Elliot's mom. This is this is my mom. But this is a thing that I've that she and I have experienced <laughs> together, where we're sitting there trying to like watch Sondheim on the stage that we have played paid an extraordinary amount of money to see and we're like nope we still don't like him (laughs) we tried another one and we still don't like him so it's i i feel the lack i mean i'm i love musicals i think and i know that he is a genius i know he is the american andrew lloyd webber and I'm still. But like, if I had to pick between Andrew Lloyd Webber and Sondheim, I would pick Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's just not even oh, a contest. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like Andrew Lloyd Webber too, but Son- so as a performer, Sondheim is really difficult, but in the best possible way. <laughs> I don't know how to explain challenging that. Challenging. Um, no. It's like, is it, he really challenges me. It's okay. like, is it like playing Chopin on the piano? <laughs> no, thank you. Unnecessary. <laughs> Let's have some fun, shall we? But I do but know it that... it is fun. That oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is, idolizes Sondheim. So yeah, we like Hamilton. He's a poet, man. And Rebecca likes Sondheim. So we could give Sondheim a chance. I really, I would... There are There are two versions of company that I think you can probably easily find. The one with Neil Patrick Harris okay. from just a couple of years ago. And the Patty Lapone is also in that one. Patty Lapone. And, and so is what's her face? The woman with the big boobs from Mad Men. <laughs> Christina She's Hendricks. Thank you. Eileen will know the answer to this. Right? I knew you would. Um, She's so really that tall one is too. Good. <laughs> yeah. And uh then there was one done about 10 years prior to that, which I cannot remember anyone right now in the cast, but it's also very, like, they're all very good. Are there, and, are there, um, are there, like, three songs that we could listen to to get an idea of it without committing? Oh, company? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Let me think of what those are. You because, can look up oh, a track list. For, first of all, Ladies Who Lunch. Well, I mean, okay. come on. Come on, that one. That's awesome. The so there's that one. You could drive a person crazy. Oh, and the people the another hundred people just got off of the train. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, I love that so song. So when I, I love that think song. about Sondheim. <laughs> listen listen to those three songs and if you really don't like them then you're gonna divorce sad us for as you. friends. All I send, think about though Send in the clowns, baby. Send in the clowns. So remember some classmate of Rory and Paris's is in a production of Into the Woods. Oh, yeah. And he's doing something that Paris disapproves of. And all I can think of whenever I think of Sondheim is Paris shrieking in this kid's face, Into the Woods! Into the Woods! Into the Woods! Into the Woods! And it's, I'm like, yep, that's Sondheim. <laughs> oh, I was the witch in Into the Woods in college. Were you? That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, act- awesome. I liked Into the Woods in spite of the music <laughs> i liked the i Ouch. saw production and i liked it and i was i thought this is great i like this after the happily ever after storytelling i like this turning things on their it's ear only a Warner musical and i really wish the song i like i really wish i liked the songs and i i'm really 
And maybe, maybe go I need back, to listen to it go, 30 times. Yeah, okay, go back and I, listen yeah, to I haven't tried oh, since I was song. in my, like, try everything mm-hmm. I can get from the library as a, you know, high school kid. Because phase. I did not learn all of the words to every song in Hamilton on the first listen. It didn't, It Hamilton didn't happen right. for me until right. I had listened to it 20 and, times. And looked at the lyrics. And I still need to look at the lyrics. Every now and then I look at the lyrics and I'm like, oh, I had no idea what this song was about <laughs> because that's the way my brain works. And yeah. so maybe so, I need to sit down with a libretto too. Into the Woods, go back and listen to the two songs. Well, well, I think it's really she's in half of one. The Baker's Wife in Into the Woods. Are um, you writing this down for me? Yeah. Thank you. It's yeah. for us. Go it's find us. Moments in the Woods from Into the Woods and I'm looking at their song that she sings with the baker. It's hysterical. It's the one at the, the beginning oven. when she's telling him about the beans. What is, oh, Maybe They're Magic. That's a lovely, lovely song. So look up Maybe They're Magic and look up Moments in the Woods and see if you really don't like those. Okay, we can, we will go, give it a try. We know that he is a king and that we should. That's why we always bring it up when we're talking musicals with people. We're well, like, I'm, talk to us about is, Sondheim. My heart hurts a little bit right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, it's all right, it's all right. Okay, so we can move on and <laughs> yeah. you can tell us what is your favorite musical now? Like something that's current musical no no or... no no. it doesn't have oh. to be current but what is grown-up rebecca's go-to or the one that you wake up singing or the one you sing in the shower or the the one that has like held up for you the most or just what you would say just is your, your favorite, favorite musical like if you're trapped on an island with one musical <laughs> oh if i you know what if i was trapped on an island with like one soundtrack that i could listen to it would probably be xanadu Okay, lean it on the line. For me, it would be a chorus line. Really? Yes. Huh. You can disparage it if you wish. No, no, no. I'm not going to disparage it. I, I just don't know it as uh, it. I haven't listened to it as much as you have. I mean, I performed pieces from it because that's. I mean, if it's a musical with dance in it, then it shows up in dance recitals. <laughs> right. And so yeah. I've done. I've done one. And I've done um, the one with the sister's shoes. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the song. Anyway, so I know some songs from it really well, and but I don't know it really I, well. I have to break in here to tell a story Okay. about my friend who was in band all of her high school career, but had never seen The Sound of Music. So we watched The Sound of Music, and at every song... She was like, oh my god, that's where this is from! <laughs> oh, fun. That's fun. I love doing that. Every time, she would be like, this one too! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I have to tell the, the chorus line story in that um, for the last 40 years or so, it has been Anna's dad's earworm. Yes. One Every time. And he him. sings it all the time. He's whistling it or humming it. Yes, it he it has not left his head for forty years. We gave him the DVD of it for Christmas last year. <laughs> See if we could exercise it somehow. But no. So I I have a chorus line story in that I was in a chorus line in grad school, but I don't dance. <laughs> and, which you know makes it a little tough to be in a in a big dance musical like a chorus line but that's okay because the cast was so large that they split 
the characters up. And so my character, I was Diana, but I sang Cassie's song. Oh, okay. And then there was a there was a woman, the dance captain, she was just a dancer, she did not sing. And so I got to she did the like the music in the mirror. I sang it while she danced. Oh, awesome. Right? Cool. But then I got to do right, I got to do what I did for love. And this is good. yeah. So it was kind of a, a weird mashup, which is bizarre, but that's my chorus as long as line you story. You didn't have to try to dance, right? No, yeah, I'm a terrible dancer, which is why I was a I was I loved being a musical theater major and the roles that I did. I mean, that's the great thing about Sondheim is nobody dances in Sondheim. Oh, so that's why you <laughs> so, like him, <laughs> right? That's it's all just singing. So that was you know I got to do that, and we did hair. I was Sheila in hair in college, and there's not a lot of big dance numbers and hair. Yeah, I'm not a dancer. And that's, I always knew that I was not going to be a musical theater star as my career, that I was going to have to go to grad school to do something else um, because I can sing, but I cannot dance. Huh. I'd I, also be a terrible waitress. So. Right. There is that. What's I need your... to back up a, a minute. I said a chorus line, but I need to back up a minute and, and say, right. I watched almost all the Fred and Ginger movies many times and they were also there was less plot happening it was more like we're gonna yeah. have a song now right like, yeah. hey, it's not it's mostly songs and then like oh I guess we should have something happening zero mm-hmm. chemistry sexually but we're gonna dance together right. beautifully <laughs> right right and but could they I, ever dance? I love Fred and Ginger like the way that he used to use a tie for a belt and the way you could tell it was like one long take in some places and the way he was like trying different things. Yeah. So what is your favorite, Aline? It's going to be cheap and you're going <laughs> to expect it. And is I'm it, wait sorry. It. No. <laughs> Hamilton? It, it, I'm going to have to say Hamilton. And I was thinking about this because of like current things that have consumed me not every song in Fun Home has got me. Not yep. every song in Hedwig has got me. Yep. I still love and listen to Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid and Aladdin, but I don't they aren't the things that like enter into my brain all the time and Hamilton has done that for me and I love it for that. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, um, Internet. Right. Thank you, vast ocean of middle-aged white ladies. <laughs> Maybe we should recommend three songs for Rebecca to listen to from Hamilton, and then we'll listen to Sondheim, and she'll listen to Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> well, see, I want to listen to the whole thing. because we started, I, think, I started listening to right? it on um, as, Random. As a store. Oh, did you? And that works? I'm little, Well, no, it doesn't that. really work. It so made it, Margaret really mad. <laughs> it tells a yeah. story, and but it doesn't tell a story as cohesively as you might think. And the there are so many words. I don't know if you've read the statistics, but there are so many, so many words that you don't catch on yeah. on the first listen. Now that you makes me a little nervous. Are you are a seasoned musical theater person, so you're probably going to pick up on it more quickly than I did. But oh. I, I think that if you were to listen to, what? 
Go ahead. I get to tell. I was going to tell her the songs, and then you can adjust if yeah, you yeah, want I'm, to. This is me waving at you to go ahead. Okay, I would say "Helpless Yorktown" and wait for it. Yep, that would be good. Okay. And All right. the, like the very first song, there's this there's the fanfare exposition. that opens the very first song, and there's really good exposition in it. And I think it's wonderful. So, but I I wouldn't put it in the three that the helpless wait for it. Yorktown. The Yorktown um, songs, which are I think they're catchy and they're compelling and they tell they're stories. Self-contained. And they're they're pretty self contained. Got it. They're good. And that you know it'll give you a taste of the musical thing. One of the things that it does is that it employs a wide array of musical styles like Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, see, that's what I think I would really like about it. I think when you said that about Jesus Christ Superstar, I was like, yeah, you can't listen to Hamilton because it will take your soul. Yep, and Hamilton right. is Sondheim approved. Yeah, it is. Yes. It's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, um, well, I'm going to seg back to Sondheim for a minute then because um, <laughs> I'm going to do that. So Rose's turn from Gypsy, really? Yeah. Have you heard that? Well, of course, and you don't they like did it? it on Glee. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I mean, the, the uh, boy, I just, I, I'm still kind of stuck She's on this. I'm still going to try. You... Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, it's okay. Just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I wrote down this thing before we, we move on to our next question. We have like a couple other topics that we want to talk about but um yes. what's your stance on like the moulin rouge the Baslerman moulin rouge boy i haven't thought about that in years but i remember watching it and not knowing what to expect um i don't i'm in general i don't go to movies while they're in the theater i see them like the following year <laughs> when uh-huh. they come out on dvd and so by the time i saw that everyone else had already seen it and talked about it and yet i still did not know what i was pre- i wasn't prepared for it i didn't know what i was getting into and i remember being really pleasantly surprised at how much i liked it i thought it was very clever and very inventive to take pop songs like that and turn them into almost completely different songs. So I, I liked that. However, I wouldn't, to me, it's not particularly memorable to do that because like, you know, when you, when you said that I had to take a big pause and think about it cause it's not, I hadn't thought about it in years. And I think because those songs all exist independently, they're more of a novelty. It's that it's no glee. <laughs> So I, take on it. I thought about I thought about it at, when I, I saw it the day it opened in theaters See? because mm. I am a big fan and I thought this is going to be brilliant and I didn't love it. I didn't love what it did. I liked that it took pop songs. I actually liked the way Mamma Mia did that better in <laughs> using a canon. Oh. Do we have to talk about, like, jukebox musicals? Ah. No, I think we can just skip right on past them. Yes, thank you, thank you. Okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. Moving right along. (laughs) You were in the middle of a Mamma Mia point, I believe. No, I wasn't really making a point. I just think that, you know, and like, well-known pop songs integrating them into a story is yeah. is it's something that Moulin Rouge yeah, yeah. did and it's something yeah. that Mamma Mia did and I like yeah. the way Mamma Mia did it better yeah. 
or somehow. I think it also might like ABBA better <laughs> anyway. Well, well and, right. And, and I, there's a nostalgia factor there for that. Well, I think I liked that it was the music of um, a specific an entity an entity yeah. yeah it rather than here's an elton john song and here's this song and here's this song and everything that was done in in moulin rouge but well yeah so what do you think about xanadu do you like have you do you know any of that music so i saw xanadu back when it was in theaters <laughs> yes i actually saw that when i was a kid right and yeah. so and i haven't seen it a million times since then and i know that it was beautiful and amazing and i wanted to be olivia newton john i know and right. i i roller skated i'm not sure how i missed yep. xanadu considering all... my mom really loved olivia newton john i'm not sure how, well it, because it's pretty dreadful um it is <laughs> oh the god terrible it's terrible so... but they know that like at this point it's there have been, you know, so many things written about that by people who worked on it that it was half written when they started filming and like six different people had to come in to rewrite stuff and it shows and it's just terrible. But the music, what makes me think of this is is talking about stuff being like jukebox musicals and, you know, the the stuff from ABBA and all that. And a whole half, fully half of that soundtrack is all just ELO songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Light Orchestra, right? And so that's what I like about it, I think, is it's very nostalgic for me. It's very it's very 80s, right? That early 80s, even late 70s disco type stuff. Yep. Um, so, right. So I, I feel kind of funny calling that, like, my favorite musical. And yet, it's one of those where I can sing you every single song and I think every song is delightful and it's every song is like in a loop in my head. So does it compare to something like West Side Story or The Sound of Music or even Mary Poppins? Probably not, but oh, that's kind of the beauty of musicals, right? They're all mm -hmm. so different and yet all the same. So yeah. And that's my word of wisdom for the evening. <laughs> TM. T right. um, so let's segue to your favorite song from a musical. It doesn't have to be from the same musical that you selected. I was having a real hard time with this question that I posed yeah. myself. <laughs> I was trying to think about that because, you know, that's the whole, like, asking which one of your children is your favorites. Pretty much, yeah. Sorry, Sorry Jason. It no, depends just kidding. On my mood. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on my mood. It does, yeah. It depends on my mood. And it depends on... I don't, yeah, I don't know that I could say that. What is my favorite? I could give a list of like 20 of my favorites. Go ahead, um, go ahead. <laughs> you can give us a let's few. Go musical, musical by musical. What do I like? Um, so I'm going to lay some son. Hi, Mani Latis. I'm sorry. Right, go um, ahead. Something's Coming from West Side Story. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. Let's see another one that I, I sing a lot. Ooh, come back to me. I have to. I'll, I'll compile okay. a list in my head so now that I know I can. So you compile a list. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm thinking about songs that that just I am constantly singing parts of mm -hmm. beyond mm -hmm. Hamilton, which happens all the time in our house at the moment. But for example, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Yep, that's a that's on endless repeat. Endless in repeat. Our house, in our heads. In our heads. Yep. I was telling. Uh, Good night, my someone from The Music Man. We were at a speaker at lunch. At the Book Buzz last week, right. Rakesh Satyal sang it to us as he was our lunch speaker, and he sang it oh, to us because yeah. he does a cabaret act. And, yeah, we were all dead. 
we were all dead. And I tweeted this story, which is that I was babysitting the kid next door and she was like, I need a lullaby. And I sang that to her and she was like, that's not a lullaby. And so um, I have like a strong urge to defend that song. So I'm going to call it my favorite lullaby. And then my favorite, like, I need to kick ass song is I have confidence from (laughs) the sound of music. Go ahead. Oh, how Al- cute. Aline. I um, have my, my theme song because of being a woman of the 90s. <laughs> Would probably be Wait For It right now, which yeah. was my musical obsession in the last episode and is getting really tired, but I love it <laughs> and I can't stop singing it and I am playing it all the time and singing it all the time. I have songs that I love from my favorite musicals, one of which would be The Lonely Goat Herd. I know, that's why I was trolling you earlier. You were trolling me earlier. <laughs> I love Gaston, uh, Part of Your World. Yeah, that's a good one. I love the opening of Aladdin. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's the one where they um, they changed the lyric where they cut off your nose if they don't like your face because they thought that that was like too rough talking about the Middle East. And so, but I have this. Oh, line. sure. But that opening yeah, song all of those are talking yeah, about that. That and, is a great song. And I, I love that. And I can't think of it right now, but these are things that I just love, 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 love. And like The Lion yeah. King and Pocahontas came right after those movies and they just didn't do it for me the same way. Yeah, no, totally. So we're back to you, Rebecca. Yeah. Do you have any more? Oh, on you're back list? to me as I've been furiously Googling here. Um, <laughs> I have to Google my favorites too. <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I've got some random ones that I think that people don't think of because they're not like the big showstopper from a show, but they're like, I could just drop it on you and start singing right now. And it's, it's they're just wonderful all the way around. So what from Cabaret? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a great one. Yes. That's a great one. Um, Simon Zealot's song from Jesus Christ Superstar. Which one is that one? That's um, when he, when Simon is trying to rile up the crowd. I'll, I'm trying to find some of the lyrics. I'll sing it for you if you want. <laughs> like he's just so like you know the. It's the it's the one that starts with everybody going you know Christ you know I loved you oh, yeah, yeah. did you, you see I waved right yeah and uh, like the when when Simon yes. comes in he's so like it's just. It's just, a, I don't know. It's a powerful, it's, it's powerful. So I, I like that one. I love Herod's song. Yes. All, I mean, really, I, there's not a single song in there that's not yeah. friggin' fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So those are all good. I'm trying to think of anything else. I'm sure as soon as we hang up, I'm going to like have 8 million songs running through my head. That's all right. That I'm just going to call fun. you up and start singing at random, <laughs> random intervals. But uh, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of musicals though, is that you can, songs just pop into your head and that's what happens to the characters on stage. Songs just pop into their head and they can sing them. I So um, I've never had trouble, you know, I, I used to read books about musicals and about like the decline uh-huh. of the music, movie musical and people wanting more realism and not believing people just bursting into song. And yeah. I never had trouble <laughs> believing that people would just burst into song or that you could suspend your disbelief. And yeah. appreciate that that's a different way to convey. I always the thought story it kind of sucked that it didn't happen more often in, in real, real life. life. Right? <laughs> Seriously, that's for what real. flash mobs are about. 
Right. And I think there are certain people in this world, like us, who that makes perfect sense to us. And we are the music makers. We are the dreamers of the dreams. Oh, Rebecca. <laughs> okay, I'm going to segue us to That's our... That's another air, Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka. Yes. That's a good one, too. Good uh, one. But Willy Wonka... I guess it is a musical. It has a lot of music. You know, numbers. it's really kind of not. It's that's a, it's one that a, I that's a borderline think. one. Yeah, that's a movie with some music in it. Hmm. I mean, because you could take the songs out of it, and they would be okay. And because mm-hmm. in the it's book, it's true. You don't need the Oopa Loopa song over and over again right, to right to understand the function. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna segue us to our game. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the game. How could you forget about the game? I worked for it hours I had to on it. I take off like one headphone so that I can hear it. Okay. So here's how the game works. I'm going to play Later. a one to two to three to four second clip of a song. Ooh, fun. And you're going to get one point if you identify the musical that it's from. And yep. then two points if you identify the name of the song. And then you can have bonus pat yourself on the back points if you can name the character who's singing it or the uh, actor who is playing the character. Oh, fun. Whatever. Fun, fun, fun. Fun, so fun, fun. Are you score? So how many, so- how many there items? There are 32 yeah, many- items. So there are 32 <laughs> items and so we have a possible 7,000 points. Now if you can't identify either of the oh character, either the show or the song, then I get two points. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen very often, but I don't there think are so a either. few toward the end that are ones where I can't tell if, if maybe I was the only person that ever listened to that. <laughs> okay, so I have the scorecard so, down. Are you going to play it and then we answer, or yes. should we break in as soon as we know it? No, I'm gonna. It's very short. You don't. It's very oh, okay. short. Yeah. Okay. So, so she's gonna play it, be... and then you and I can discuss as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I and I can play longer. I can play a longer clip if you guys are struggling. Oh, okay. All right. But Sounds then your good. maximum value will have to go down to one for that no. question. Of course. Yeah. No. Yeah. I All right. So I this, think that's reasonable. I don't anticipate you having any trouble <laughs> with most of these questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. We're ready. So. I can. I'll play it again. <laughs> Too long I what? Too long I what? <laughs> Too long I've listened to musicals to be able to pick this one out. Oh, I got nothing on okay, that. Gonna make, right, yeah, make she'll make it bigger. You're gonna you shouldn't have any I right, I'm gonna make it two seconds longer. Okay. Ready? Okay. Oh, oh, it's Defying Gravity from Wicked. Oh yes. <laughs> So uh, yep. Adina Menzel sings it as Alphaba, but get we still only get one point because you made it long. Dang. Okay. See, last time I did this, Rebecca, they uh, Margaret and Aline got all of the uh, girl group ones except one. <laughs> so I had to make it harder this time. Right. Okay, you ready? It's very short, but okay. It is yeah. very short. It is very short, but we have to move along. There are 32 well, items. I understand. Okay. That's a lot. We discuss their hope. Is that, is that Fiddler on the Roof? It is. Tevya? Yes. And the song? If I, no, yes, if I were a rich man. It is, yes. Okay, so do we yeah. get two points or three yeah, points two for points. that? You get, you get your own bonus points, but you get two, two points. points for that. Okay, two That's where he wants that. to be a rabbi because they sit around, they sit around discussing things. All right, this one is an easy one. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. 
Um, Whoa, what? She'll play it again. I for, we forgot okay. to tell you that there are no Disney movies in this. There are no Disney movies, oh. and there's a distinct okay. lack of Sondheim. Yeah. <laughs> Just, because you, well, you deserve well. to have that clue, because that eliminates some. Okay, there we go. Whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. You busted your whatchamacallit? Is that from Chorus Line? No. Okay. No. Boy, that sounds like, um... That sounds like... Do you need, if you need a clue, I can make it the, longer. It's the Music Man, the guy from the Music Man, Robert Preston. That's not. It's not Robert Preston. It is Robert yep, Preston. Yep, yep. Okay, oh, Music oh, Man, oh, right? yep. Robert Great. Preston. But what song is it? Uh, what song could it possibly be? Mary and the Librarian. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know the Music Man very well. I know like 76 Trombones is in it. I know Mary and well, the Librarian. That's why I chose Mary and the Librarian. Okay. Thank you. That, okay. that was a this sheer one, guess. On, I recognize the voice and then guess the rest. I don't want to be having any trouble with this one. Really? Oh, Summer Nights, Greece. <laughs> Oh, um, that's Maria from West Side Story tonight. You said there was no sound time on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although well, technically it's Leonard Bernstein. Lack of yeah, I would call it. I would call it Bernstein. I had no idea yeah. Sondheim had anything to do with I, West Side yeah. Story. He's probably twelve. <gasps> he wrote all the lyrics. He was twelve. <laughs> He's like he's 900. He's 84 No, now. seriously, oh he was like 12, practically. He was a teenager. Okay. It's true. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Quicker and get even sicker. Annie, get your gun. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yep. See? God bless Rebecca. I, know, right? I was going to say, am I jumping <laughs> on you too gonna, much there, no, no. Uh, no, I don't have any. hold up her in. Don't <laughs> worry. Okay. Oh, I wasn't listening. Sorry. Okay, you ready? Ooh, I couldn't, I couldn't understand any of the words on that. So I... There, I will, I will give you Sorry. another second of it without it penalizing us. Yep. Is it Camelot? Beating of the drums, I believe they're saying. You want another second? Here we go. No. Oh, the uh, uh, lame is. Oh. Can you hear the people sing? Yes. Oh, you guys. This one is for you, Eileen. Are you ready? Uh, oh, is there one for me? Good. There you go. Ready? Oh. <laughs> it's Lonesome Polecat from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> that's for Amy Digg is who that's for. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wow, did you actually really know what that was? Holy crap. She yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play it again. Wow. Yeah. I was like, that could be any random song where there's an ooh in it's it. It's not. It's, it's very not. specific. Okay. Nice. Are nice. you ready? I like it. Uh -huh. Yes. Oh, that's, wouldn't it be Loverly? No? It's My Fair Lady. Okay. What song is it, Rebecca? <laughs> ooh, play it again. Oh. Huh. No, you are totally right that it's is my it fair lady, but I have no idea. Yeah, it's just you wait in Regan's. She's nodding silently. All right. <laughs> All right, there you go. Okay, next. Oh, uh, that's another You're one. I'm not going to understand any of that. That's Hamilton. Oh, okay. Nope, I wouldn't nope. know it. It is Hamilton. <laughs> 
It's wait for it. <laughs> she's, oh. she's looking at me significantly. It's like my favorite part of wait for it. It's like one That's note. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was 10. How are we feeling? We're feeling good. good and we also fun. have 19 a... points. Excellent. Good Big job. fun. Good job, guys. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. That's cabaret. Yeah, that's cabaret. Veal common? Yeah. Okay. Um, Chicago, um, all that jazz. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, music of the night. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Wiz, but I have no idea what song. Is it you gone down the road? Yeah. All right. Okay. Number 15. That's the sound of music. No. no. That's you and you. Right. <laughs> oh, my brain is broken. Do you need a hint? Not yet. No, I just need to... Hang on a second. I'm... Like, I can hear it in my head, but I can't. Whose dulcet tones are those? Marnie Nixon's? No. The good guess. <laughs> Whose mom is that? Whose mom is that? There's no moms Okay. in musicals. Are you ready for your hint? Can no. you play it again? Play it yep. again. Huh. Boy, it sure sounds familiar, but I'm lost. Okay. okay Give ready? me a hint. Here's your hint. Debbie Reynolds. Isn't she cute? She's the cutest. She's adorable. So yeah. Okay. I only get one point for that. Singing in the rain. Good morning. Good morning to you. Okay, here we go. What? It is a a musical series of With no words? Yep. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, um... Oh god, I recognize that. Yep. Holy crap, what is that? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god, I totally recognize it. Play it one more time. Alright. It's not Disney. Okay, a- I'm gonna ask a question because I, I think I know what it is, but if I'm wrong, you're gonna think I'm really stupid. It's not Disney, but is it a cartoon? Like, nope. not the movie a cartoon, nope. but it's based on a cartoon? No? Well, okay, is it... Then. Oh, you mean, is it based on a comic? Yes, it's Popeye. That was Popeye, wasn't it? No. Okay. <laughs> no? <laughs> Here. We didn't talk about Popeye the Muse, but anyway. um, Boy, I recognize that. Holy cow, what is that? Are you ready? Here's your I'm sorry, you're going to have to edit that whole thing out. Hint. I apologize. It's okay. Here's your hint. Little girls, little Annie. girls. Oh, Annie. Yes. We only get one point for that. Oh, was that the Carol Burnett version? Yeah, she didn't yes. get any points for that, actually. That was the Carol so, Burnett version. Let's take it. I'm going to take a small break since you're going to have to edit that whole thing out because I swore. Um, but Popeye, have you ever heard that music? The the Robert What's His Face movie on that? Um, Robin Williams was in it. No. I saw that. In oh the my theater. God. Was that a it's musical? Insane. <laughs> it, yes and no. It has like three or four songs in it. And it's they're all really weird. Maybe we'll have to add that to the Sondheim so, yeah. list. 
Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Those now we can go back to our regularly list. scheduled quiz. I apologize for the weird That's break quite out there. All right. We love digressions. We do. Okay. Here we go. This is another instrumental one. Okay. <gasps> it's the dance and the sound of music and the thing out in the courtyard. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna play that again. For do you remember what it's called? I got a little bit of his clapping in there. I saw that. Um, I don't remember what it's called. It's some fake traditional dance that they made up for the movie that's not real. It's called The Lendler. The Lendler. Okay. All right, you ready? Is he wearing boots? <laughs> not even something. <gasps> I'm just a girl who can't say no. <laughs> no? It's the, that's the right character. It's Ado yes. Annie from Oklahoma. Yeah. Good enough. Something like that. What's the other song that she sings? Yeah. What's the other song that she sings? I was Not in Oklahoma in... Nothing's good enough. Something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Ado Annie singing in Oklahoma. Good job. Um, All or nothing? Yep, that's, that's right. That's it. the Thank duet you. that she does. Yep. Yes. Thank you. All right. How do you? It's seasons of love from rent. <laughs> See, I told you you would get some of these. She's so excited too. I can I can hear it in her voice. All right. It's like she's in a musical. This is number twenty. So we're more than halfway done. Oh good. Crabs are busting out a bush. Um Crabs are busting out a bush. Oh. It's a bunch of dudes. Yep. Right. It's I can I'm Seeing it in my head. Are they dancing? What not, are they wearing? Not South Pacific. It's not. There's nothing of, like a dame. No. Okay. Oh, see, that's what I have in my head. I think it's got that kind of vibe, though. It's right. In, it's not right, the Knights right. of the Round Table, is it? Um, Do you want more of it? Not yet. Okay. Maybe. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a few more seconds. It should be fine. Crabs are busting out of bushes and the Robin River pushes every little. Oh, we have to get to the chorus if you're really gonna get it. Crabs are busting out of bushes. And the Robin River pushes every little wheel and wheels beside a mill. Oh, June! Jude is busting out all over! June is busting June out. June is busting out all over. That June. one I don't know at all. It's from Carousel. June okay. is long gone, ladies. All right, you're going to know this one, though. Oh, am I? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Ring of Keys from Fun Home. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. I love this. <laughs> um, sorry, that's a really good one. Do you know Fun Home? I don't. Well, I don't know Fun Home. You should that's know Ring one. of Keys. <laughs> Okay. That's Lancelot. Same yeah. Camelot. Is it Simwa? Yep. Okay. Ah, good. Good one. Good one. Okay. This is the last one before they start getting a little bit. Well, some of them are harder and some of them are not because of order. But here you go. Suddenly I'm. That's Hedwig. Oh, that's Hedwig. Miss something, 1963. Wig in a box? Yep. Oh, wig in a box. Now, this one depends entirely on if you know this musical or not. 
Oh. Don't all of them? Mm, yeah, but this one really does. Okay. If you don't know this musical, you will not know this. No, I don't think I know that, but the guy's voice sounds really familiar. Is it Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? No. Who's? The, can you tell me who the singer is? I don't know his name. He's oh. the musical is set in Yorkshire, so he's got a Yorkshire accent. Is it Billy um, Elliot? Nope, that doesn't help me. No, it is The Secret Garden. Okay. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you get All a right. point on that one. All right. Yeah, for sure. Anna, Anna has one point, and we have forty-one points. Excellent. <laughs> That's fine. I want you to enjoy yourselves. We're having a great time. We are. All right. We are. This one. Is it a little more obscure as well? But this is the title song. Play it again, please. One of the singers... No Disney, right? No Disney. One of the singers is Julie Andrews. Oh, gosh. And this is the title song. Mm, I got nothing. Okay. This is one I went through a Julie Andrews phase, so I'll I'll just play a, a chunk more. In fact, our poor hearts bleed to him. There's certain thing called a boyfriend. Oh, that's um. We save um, him and save him. We'd even misbehave for him. That certain thing called a boyfriend. You're gonna misbehave for that certain thing called a boyfriend. The boyfriend, <clears throat> yes. Yep, I get a point for that one. Yeah, you do. The boyfriend. Oh my it's, goodness. Yeah, it's, I think it's set in the twenties. Yep. Or okay. It's so yeah. terrible. Okay. This, this one. Oh, I'm gonna try it again here. If you understood what he was saying, it would no. make perfect sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can couldn't pick up any of that. Okay. I'll add a second. Mm. We'll add another second. Oh, hair, hair. He's Twist saying, it, beat it, braid, braid it. it. Yeah, braid it. Okay, so she, Twist we get it, one point it, for hair. Okay, this one. <laughs> oh, the jellical cat. Come on, you needed to pick something harder than that, man. No, <laughs> I had to do it because of. So on CBS Sunday morning, there was a piece on Andrew Lloyd Webber, and it. Charmed us We've on seen it 700 twice levels because in it he is swimming with his Turkish van cats in his swimming pool with his cats. There is footage of Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber swimming with his cats. And he also says that Jellical Cats is like a mushing of saying dear little cats with a super posh accent. Yeah, he did a lot of coke in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> So we love that. We have, sorry, I hope I'm, that's not like slander or something. I, I didn't really mean that, sir. No, every, Weber. everyone, <laughs> I'm sure everyone did in the 80s. Maybe. We have five left. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Well, that sounds like, um, uh, what's her face? <laughs> you know, it what's is her, her face? It the is one who sings. Ethel Merman. It that's is Ethel, Ethel Merman. Merman, yes. Can you play it again? Yep. Huh. Did they do it on Glee? Alright, we'll add a second. In green pastures. In green pastures. What and if you know the song, you're immediately going to the next part. We get one point for Ethel Merman. 
Yeah, you can yeah. have Ethel Merman. All right, here, I'm going to play some more. In green pasture, I got my man who could oh, anything more. I got rhythm. And oh, my... I got rhythm. I got rhythm. Yeah. Oh, Ethel. But she has a very recognizable voice, much like Patty LaPone. Doesn't she, though? She does. Doesn't she, though? All right. Speaking of Patty LuPone. <laughs> was that Anything Goes? It was Anything Goes. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so now we have... You know, I, I, I'm going to bust in for a second. I read a very sad thing about Ethel Merman. What? In I tend to re- review a lot of the Broadway books for Booklist because I just, I like them so much. And I was reading something recently about, it's called Showstoppers, which was really good. I gave it a good review. It's coming out soon. Yay. And... She there was a little tidbit in there about her that she she knew that she was the butt of everybody's jokes and yet it paid the bills so she didn't mind and and yet at the same time she really you know everybody always sort of laughs at her because she's so brassy and so shouty and so whatever but no one ever gave her the chance to not be that way like they wouldn't no one would write her a song that was gentle and no one would put her in a role that had a softer song and she was always like, you know, people think I can't do that, but I can. And that just made me kind of sad that, I mean, she's crying all the way to the bank, but. <laughs> well, I'm glad I put her in our quiz. Yes. Right? I'm glad she's right. in our quiz too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Okay. All right. So this one may be a stumper. Okay. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I won another point. You ready? Is it Rosemary Clooney? It is Angela Lansbury. Really? Uh, it is from the Harvey Girls. Oh, for heaven's oh, sake. Oh, you're so cute. Listen to you. <laughs> There's your point. You got a point. There you go. Okay. Second to last. Would he listen if I said... Oh, Would he listen that's if he chess. Stayed? It is chess. That's chess? Uh, that's a... Yeah... So that's one of those that I would also say, like, that's, that's, oh, yeah, that song makes me cry a little bit. I like that. And it is called? Some, oh, Someone <laughs> Else's Story. <laughs> oh, that was on a couple of the top ten lists. And I'm like, you know what? I, this makes me want to go back and update my favorite song from a musical to One Night in Bangkok. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that a good song? That we is used, a good Angie song. and I used to listen to chess in the, college. The, the reference, the, just the, the poetry in that song is amazing i love it and i love murray head who was in Seriously. jesus christ superstar jesus christ superstar yes he was funny you should mention that oh yeah it's judas as played by murray head as played by amy ray of the intro oh, girl oh. <laughs> Okay, so we yeah, just yeah, need one point Jesus, for that one. Yeah. Okay, so um, that would be... I got three points! Woo! Aline and Rebecca, 50. Anna, three. Right on! We're Double all high fives! Just like we knew it would be. <laughs> like something out of a Thanks musical. Thanks for playing. Here, we, oh, have we, to play, play we have to play a little more Ring of Keys for Rebecca. Yeah, we do. Since she doesn't know. 
There we go. She was a delivery woman. She came in with a handcart full of packages. She was an old school butch. Someone just came in the door. Like no one I ever saw before. I feel... I feel... I don't know where you came from. I wish I did. I feel so dumb. I feel... Your swagger and your bearing and just right clothes you're wearing. Your short hair and your dungarees and your lace-up boots and your keys. Oh, your ring of keys. Oh, tiny lesbian awakening. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> well, what's your musical obsession, Eileen? <laughs> oh, right. I was going to come up with a musical obsession for Do you this wanna, How week. about Rebecca? Rebecca, what's your musical obsession? So my musical obsession, uh, musical obsession, I alluded to it at the beginning, is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. Is there a particular song? Uh, yes. The Sexy Getting Ready song. Oh, I've, re- I've uh, we watched the video for that. That is excellent. Heavy Boobs is also quite excellent. And we just had, um, on the, the premiere episode of this season last week, or two weeks ago, was Love Colonels. Also very good. Okay, great. She is, she is, she is so talented, it's unbelievable. I'm this glad that she Rachel has a Bloom. show. We've we had my not God. watched this yet. We've had my it recommended. God. We downloaded it my, when it was free oh, the first season. Yeah. So yeah. we'll yes. watch it. Netflix. Netflix. It's and the second season you can watch on the CW app streaming. Okay. At any time. It's she really is so talented. It's amazing. She is really funny. She is musically just gifted. And I mean she can sing. I want to be her. I, I was want to sound like is, you, Rebecca. Oh <laughs> God. I mean for real. And her name on the show is Rebecca. Perfect. So, I don't there's nothing more I can say. So it's an obsession. My musical obsession is more of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is Great. the song Over You by Blake Shelton as covered by Cassidy Pope and I believe he wrote it after his brother died unexpectedly and it's it's very sad but it's been stuck in my head so there you go take it away Aline <laughs> I'm gonna put go with popular from Wicked because I want it on our mix <laughs> All right. So all of these get added to our musical obsessions playlist, which you can find on Spotify. And we will include the link. We need to tweet the link again. It's been a while. And get that out there for everyone. What is your regular obsession, Rebecca? It can be non-musical. It can be musical if you have more. Can it be something totally stupid? Like, does it have to be? No, it can be anything you want. Sometimes it has been fall or nail All right. polish or i've like okay. done hair products yeah <laughs> so my latest obsession <laughs> my latest obsession is that stupid davis uh, david s pumpkins sketch i haven't seen Saturday it Night live oh my god i i have watched it like four times a day since it was on last week and every time it never fails to crack me up 
That's a pretty high recommendation. Yeah. I really and like it, your you know, funny folder it, on Facebook, so <laughs> I'm probably going to enjoy this. See, it's just, and it's 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 so funny that like people have written articles about what makes it funny because we can't, you can't put your finger on it because it's dumb, and you know some of the funniest things are dumb, but it it's just it's sheer goofiness, and everyone in that sketch is having a great time, and you can tell like that's uh, what I, I like. like that. It's right, like they're all just, and it it's just. It's silly. It's pure silliness. So we that's been my latest We can watch it for my one video of the day. Yes. <laughs> there you go. It. Please watch it and you will roll your eyes, but you will find yourself laughing at it. What's your obsession, Anna? My obsession is also your obsession, but I'm going to take it because I'm going first. It is the show Conviction with Haley Atwell. Oh, I don't know this. Oh, oh my, my goodness. <laughs> How do I not know this? <clears throat> so it's only had three episodes so far. Okay. All right. But she is a daughter of a former president slash lawyer, and she has been given a job as the head of this unit that is supposed to look into closed cases and see if people have been wrongfully convicted. And she's kind of like, her mom is running for senator, so she's kind of got a Hillary Clinton vibe. <laughs> And her, the daughter, and oh, and her brother is the guy from Mean Girls who is too gay to function. So it has, like, her team is an interesting cast of characters, and you get to watch Haley Atwell for an hour. So, yeah. Plus, go. it's got a nice procedural thing going. We are loving it. We are. Well, all right. It is, um, it is also my obsession, uh, but my obsession right now is... Christmas shopping. It is? Yes. Okay. I am... It was just Halloween yesterday, lady. I know. It. It is... I am very concerned about coming up with something for... I don't even buy Christmas presents. And I'm, like, really obsessed with this right now. If you want something for me, I can give you a list of things I want. Wait, I right? <laughs> have a list of things that you want. Okay. So I'm obsessed with Christmas shopping. Also, this removes it from my list of obsessions for the rest of the year. So Great. I have to come up with something better next time. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, but if you have things made from Etsy, you have to give them time. True. If you're going to make stuff, you better get cracking right now. Is that a threat? <laughs> no, I just, this is what my brain is telling me. Oh, Aline's brain. I know. My Aline's brain. <laughs> What are you getting me for Thanksgiving is what I want to know. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Well, we made it to the end of another episode. An hour and 40 minutes later. Stay, stay is... tuned for our next discussion. <laughs> there are not, we're not this passionate about everything we talk about. Yeah, we are. We just don't have someone as educated in this uh, topic as Rebecca on every time. Yes, we need to have a part two because as I've been talking, I'm thinking of all these other musicals okay, that I have. Okay, well, haven't how about like Damn Yankees? Oh, I love Damn Such Yankees. A good I love Seriously. Lilith. Such can, a good musical. So we will. So we can, we can have homework. We'll <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. We will do our homework and listen to Sondheim, Ugh. and you will do your homework and listen to Hamilton, <laughs> and we'll come back we together. We can reconvene. Yes, we can it. reconvene. And then we can think about all of the things because we were sitting around 
we did our sort of prep and then we kept thinking of things that we had completely <laughs> right, right. forgotten about. Right. So like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers was a complete afterthought when I could Not probably for me. recite I put it in that. The quiz. You put it in the quiz. Well, you didn't tell me what you were putting in the quiz to remind me of things I like. Well, I offered to do it at the beginning of recording. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... So, I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace, H-E-L-G-A-G-R-A-C-E. I'm Aline. You can find me on Twitter at Surly Spice, S-U-R-L-Y-S-P-I-C-E. And this is Rebecca, and you can find me on Twitter at Booklist underscore R-V-N-U-K. V-N-U-K. And our in and out music was provided by lovely Julie Jerkins, also in the Chicago area. You can find her on Twitter at Hi Miss Julie, H I M I S S J U L I E. Go Cubs, go! <laughs>